Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back to Matt, the Marge guy. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. How you doing? I appreciate video number one. We disagreed on where rates are going. That was fun to see. Uh, I'm calling seven. You're calling five and three quarters. Fannie Mae's calling four and a half. They're on drugs, as far as I'm concerned. Four and a half. Are you <laughs> Probably, freaking? Ki- yeah. You freaking kidding me? What are you smoking? Uh, but that said, five and three quarters to seven. You know, it's 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 all of that is possible. And I would argue that we probably see both rates in 2023. The the question is, what sticks longer? We shall see. What what I want to do here, Matt, is I want to just uh, throw some darts at the board, pull up our broken crystal ball and talk about the housing market in 2023. Um, I'll let you go first as the guest because I have some pretty I have some interesting thoughts about 2023. But what what do you, what are you looking at when you look at 2023 the housing market? Well, based on 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 the the data that I can see most clearly, right, which is demand. People mm-hmm. getting pre-approved, people going out there submitting offers. Um I I think that even this total home sales number that Fannie Mae or others have predicted, you know, 4.9 million is, is, is probably high, right? Like demand is by some accounts off of a cliff. And if, if we do see the fed follow through the fed funds rate, you know, get in the fours and mortgage rates touch six and a half or 7%, it's only going to hurt that even more. That's not going to help. Right. It's not gonna... going to help, you know, and, and I run these numbers every day where somebody who's trying to put a small down payment on a $500,000 house, $3,600 mortgage payment just isn't it's in the cards for them, no. no matter how much they want to buy, no matter how much they believe in housing. Um, and monthly payment what's, is what drives owner occupied first time buyers. Absolutely. It's know. always been about payments. These right. people talking about price, like it's the end all be all. No, it's a payment folks. It's affordability. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, one of two things, maybe both, is going to happen. A, a, a big drop-off in the number of sales, which I think we agree with there. Mm-hmm. Um, if that goes all the way down to four and a half million, I would not be surprised. Yeah. I've already heard, seen builders kind of putting their hammers down. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want to. Yeah, they're not going to construct. They're going to finish what they got. They're going to blow out what they got, and they're going to stop building. Just stop. Right. And so, you know. Um, for me and my business, like we're still going to write loans. People still need to move. People, yeah. people still need to buy houses. There's still the- 4.5 million sales. It's not like that. That's not zero. Right. Right. And so um, it's, it's, it's going to be less transactions. I don't know if you want to, you know, both well, hey, of us uh, throw out a prediction on pricing, but I'll, I'll let you go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go transactions first. So again, uh, you know, something that I built over a year ago, as you've seen a couple of times is the 52 year spreadsheet. And I'm going to pull it up again in a minute, just because I think we're going to repeat what happened in 81, 82. And what happened in 81, 82 is the federal reserve got conviction. That was the year that Paul Volcker did his stick and he took the funds rate to 18 or 20 or whatever. He ultimately took it to, to break inflation. 
I believe Powell is channeling the ghost or spirit or whatever you want to call it, a Volker. I'm going to believe him. I'm going to believe him until he proves me wrong. I just saw something different in his eight-minute speech. I just did. Now, he could be the greatest salesman in the world. I could be looking for something that doesn't exist. I get it. I could be wrong. I'm wrong all the freaking time. But my belief is we're going to get Paul Volker 2.0 or mini Paul Volker or whatever you want to call it. And he's not going to he's not going to back off the hammer until inflation's two percent, which means we have no cuts next year and we're going higher and staying higher longer. Why is the 52 year spreadsheet important? Well, we actually have a time in history where rates doubled. And we could see what happened to new construction and we could see what happened to existing home sales. So uh, this is what I think is happening. So let me just pull it up. You've seen it, but you get to see it again. Good for you. Mm hmm. So here we go. So again, let's look at interest rates first. So again, interest rates were here is eights and nines, 11s. And in 81 and 82, they spiked to 16%. 30-year money, 16%. You can directly correlate interest rates going up 500 basis points, 550 basis points with new home construction, which you see in line five, and existing home sales. So you can see it takes time because housing moves so much slower than everybody expects. But housing went from eight, new construction went from 800 to 400. We went from 4 million to 2 million. So I think we're going to repeat that. Both of those are roughly 50% collapses. So if we go over here and we look at what happened to housing, so we did 700, let's call it 800,000 new homes, and we did 6.1 existing home sales. So I think we do 400 new homes. So we cut in half. And we could do three, two, three, three. Because I think in 2022, we actually did 6.6 .6 million. So I don't think we do 4.5 million. I think we do closer to 4 million Woo! home sales. So, and it's all because of rates and history and experience. So I think we do 4 million transactions, existing home sales. So we'll end up doing four, four together, right? 400,000 new home sales. 4 million existing. So the total will be 4.4 next year is what I'm calling. That would be a, a big reduction. Cause yeah, I think I, I, I think seven, seven million ish was, I think was, we did six, six existing and 700 new. So it was like seven, two. Okay. Yeah. In, in total in 2021. So um, from seven, two to four and a half. Yeah. Four, four, actually let's not round up four, four. Okay. All in right. 2023 because we're already down right we're we're trending right now because i think the last thing i saw was we did 4.8 existing and 400 new so that's five two so I, you know it does sound like a lot when you put it at peak to trough but we're already halfway there right okay so here's the million dollar question yeah um down in transactions by 40 percent, whatever that number 40 50 you know, takes out to be yeah. um but we also know that there's not a ton of inventory. Builders are stopped building and, you know, yeah. we might have likely to have, you know, whatever the number is. In well, let's talk about inventory. Let's get. So right now, the last report was 1.31. Let's call it 1.3. It's possible that in August we might go up slightly, but let's just call it 1.3. I do. I think it's all. I think the Fed just broke the goddamn housing market. I think we end the year sub 1.2. I do not see inventory going up. There's a lot of crash channels out there. And if you're going to call a crash, you have to have inventory going up, not down. 
I see inventory going down. I'm not this housing bull. I don't see a raging appreciation. I don't see a healthy market. I don't see affordability. It's horrible. I calling four Ford transactions, as we just said. I think inventory goes down. I think we could go sub one, two by the end of the year. What I agree. Think? And, and so, so what's, what's, what's your take on prices in 2023? So again, it's really difficult. Nobody wants to hear me say this. Uh, I think, I think, so right now I think Zillow's calling one, three, I think CoreLogic's calling four, six. Uh, I'm calling, I'm calling plus, I don't know, three, 4%. It's, it's positive nationally median home price. Uh, there will absolutely be cities like Boise, Vegas, Phoenix that are down and down maybe 10%. But nationally speaking, it's it's still, it's up, you know, slightly. And again, if we go back and look at what happened last time the housing crashed 50%, I mean, people don't like to see this. And again, the, the, the really thing for me is all of these numbers, Matt, are nominal. We're going to be up 4% nominally. But guess what? If inflation is four and a half, that's still a negative number in real terms. Right. So we could be negative in real, but all housing numbers are nominal. Yeah. So again, we talk about rates going up here, 1980, 81, 82. We saw transactions crash 50%. Look at what home appreciation did. Yeah. These are nominal terms. They are not, I adjust below actually. So they never went negative. Right. I mean, for all intents and purposes, that's pretty flat. And compared no, no, to what and that's what I'm calling. Yeah, I'm calling compared flat. to what we've seen, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm not a, a permable that's going to tell people that housing can't go down. No, it can. Like, yeah, I, okay. I think if I had to choose a bucket, I might even choose on the negative side. Okay. Right? Like, if you told me to choose zero to ten, how about uh, zero to five? Uh, you know, zero to five, five to 10, zero to negative five, negative five to negative 10. Let's make it harder. Zero to negative five would be the bucket. That yeah. I, see, I, would place I my could, chips on. I could see that. I mean, again, to me, it's going to be plus or minus 2%. Yeah. Right. Because it's, all it's, the numbers we're looking at now, and this is something that kind of like it makes me chuckle a little bit is when we look at the, the year over year numbers and we're like, we're at 16%, we're at 15%. That is such a, I mean, it's, it's it's not a snapshot of what's happening exactly today. No. The Case Shiller number yesterday is a joke. Case Shiller, I mean, depending on how you want to spend it, you could say Case Shiller was down negative one point nine percent in a month. Oh my God, it went from nineteen to eighteen, nineteen nine to eighteen. Right, because it, but about, it's still two months old. Yeah, think about how hot it was January February of twenty two yeah. when we got back to frenzy. Now look at January February of twenty three. That number versus Ooh, that. yeah, that is when, in my opinion you'll see a negative 4% or right, maybe 3%. So that's, that's where my chips are being placed. Yeah, um, it could, but yeah, I'm not a housing crash guy. We don't have four sellers. Again, we have had record amounts of demand destruction, which historically speaking means pricing would drop. I get it. I understand supply and demand. What we have suffering through right now is record supply destruction. Think about what I believe. I believe rates are going to seven. If you are in a home today and your mortgage is three and a half, you are not moving. You are not tripling your mortgage payment. You are there are going to be so many people that say, Michael, Matt, I would love to sell, but it's a bad time. I'm going to live here one more year. Yeah. You know what's really hard for people to wrap their heads around? It, even for me, it was, and for, for people listening, wrap your head around this. You look around 
and like I've got an area I look at that I grew up in. Yeah, your buy box. You know, eighteen current houses listed. At any time in the last two and a half years, you couldn't find more than two or three because they would always sell, sell, sell. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: in 2022, listings coming to market down. Listings coming to market down. The only reason we have 18, they are selling slower. People don't understand how that works. Where inventory goes up, even though the number of listings coming to market is down from two days on market. It's grow. not up. More stuff isn't coming. People aren't panicking. No, so listings are down 15%. Right. But uh, when inventory goes up, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my where God. did all this stuff come from? Just, it came from the same place it came from in all the past years. It just didn't fly off in four days yeah, or seven yeah. days. We're, it, again, I don't have a rosy picture about 2023. It's just, it it feels like a year where the Fed's going to punish the economy. Housing happens to be the most levered to debt. There's a lot of people that, do, the problem, the reason that 2023 is not going to be a down market value-wise, in my opinion, is people don't have to sell. And even if you lose your job, you don't have to sell, right? Because jobs, at least as of today, are relatively plentiful. Now, there will be some people that have to sell because of transfers and all of that. We're still going to do 4.4 million sales. It's just not 7.2. So there still will be deals done. There will be motivated sellers, but we don't have that wave after wave after wave. Now, historically speaking, people, people will say things like, I'll stay here one more year. And lots of people even move down buyers. Think about the empty nesters who have the big ass house with no kids in it. They're like, I mean, think about it. You have a 4,000 square foot home in Sacramento. You want to downsize to a one story, 2,000 square foot home. Lots of people probably want to do that. But when they do the math on their three and a half big mortgage and their smaller mortgage at seven, it's cheaper to stay put. Yep. They're going to yep. stay put. It's just. The, the the federal the market is broken. It will be broken all of next year. It won't get better until 2024 when I do believe the 30-year mortgage rate drops under 6%, probably comes all the way down to five, maybe even gets a four on it. So I'm much rosier about 2024, but that just means 2023 is a slog. Which translates to opportunity. For all, a, no, if, I if, totally if you're agree. a buyer, yeah, I mean, I was telling you too, and, and it's funny when I have conversations with real estate agents because I forget they work with sellers and buyers. Yeah. I only work with buyers. I'm on the buy team. If yeah. sellers have pain, if sellers are scared, if sellers are, are you know, making irrational decisions, take it 420, please. Like, yeah, any so offer motivated sellers are fun. Yes. Oh my gosh, it is a fun time to be an investor. And, you know, you, you can't go out there and look at something that, <laughs> is it listed at 500 and go off for 375 but you're able to take your time run your numbers this is the number that works for me put in an offer the funny part is is more and more now you're saying bring us an offer yeah Let's exactly. start a negotiation let's yeah. see if we can put something together and more of that you know to your yeah. point is coming q4 of this year most likely most of next year yeah. opportunity for buyers to go yeah. out there and anna know, kelly anna kelly and i talk Wednesdays like you and I talk and she and I did two videos much like we did right one video was 2023 is going to be ugly dour because she does multifamily and Airbnb and single we're like it's going to suck and then we did another video it's like it's going to be full of opportunity as invest as Anna and as Michael we are ecstatic we know how to do seller finances creator finances 
we can, we can, you know, it's, it's going to be an amazing year for the prepared investor. It's, it's going to hurt a lot of people, but I'm personally, I am personally more excited about 2023 than I've been any market except 2010. Let's go have some fun. There you go. Folks, <laughs> if you want to, you want to work with a mortgage broker, if you don't have your 10 loans, work with Matt, the mortgage guy, how do you want them to reach out? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com, fill out the form. We'll be in touch. I'm happy to help. Like you said, you know, all, all the one to four unit stuff. If you have less than 10 loans, if you're looking for, for portfolio loans, if you're looking for, you know, wild exotic products, I might point you in a different direction. Um, but feel free to stop by greatmortgagebroker.com, fill out that quick form. And um, if we can help, we're happy to. And if we can't, we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. Awesome. And if you're getting a quote from someone else, do yourself a favor. Have somebody look at it that I trust. Matt, the mortgage guy is the guy. Thanks, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If you're getting one with better.com, save yourself. Be careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> warning, warning. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks buddy. buddy. Mm -hmm.